bar and I was like, do we know anyone that went to Chili? <laughs> she, that's immediately her first that's thing. She, first. She's like, do we know anyone that We went must there? know someone that traveled to Chili. We don't know anyone in the Netherlands. Like, well, uh, it just still blows my mind that people in other countries would even want to listen to us. I know. It's because we're so dang cute. <laughs> Something. <laughs> that's what it is. And they're probably like, these crazy ass Texas girls. We got to see what they're We are to. crazy. I was in the fridge last night and I was, I thought like, I didn't realize the doors open and Old Flame was uh, grilling burgers. I was trying to find a jalapeno in the fridge and I couldn't find it. I was like, am I crazy? And I just hear his voice from the outside. It goes, yes. And I was like, like at first I was like, I could have been a Honestly, voice Honestly, if I would have been in that house and heard her say that, I would have been like, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, Mr. Callie, when I got home, <laughs> he texted me and he's like, sure is quiet around here without your crazy <laughs> ass around. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Kitty Whispers. Episode 31. I was just telling Lauren how much I've missed her because we both have been like running in opposite directions of each other. And so, <laughs> and I don't like it one I bit don't either. It's, it makes me feel crazy because usually you're my vent to person. I know. And so when I'm just like, you're in one direction and I'm doing all the other things, like it just feels weird. So I know. I at don't least like we're it. forced to see each other to record. I know. Honestly, <laughs> I kind of love it. It did make me think about Girls Gotta Eat, how she was saying that like once they started recording, that that became like their consistent thing that they, yeah. you know, will always have kitty whispers. We will. We will. Things are, the good things are happening and good changes are happening for both of us. And although... They may push us in opposite directions. We'll at least always have kitty whispers to Yes. Well, where I don't think that our friendship are like no, opposite no, no. directions. When I say opposite directions, I mean with being busy. Like you got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. And But yeah. regardless of us being busy, we'll at least always have this as a place to touch base again. And Yeah. We'll circle back after football season yeah. ends and my life calms down a little bit. <laughs> right what it feels like right now anyway i know and now i've started this long distance relationship which even my sister-in-law autumn's like have you ever done long distance and and uh russell took it upon himself to answer for me and was like no she has but it was driving distance and i'm like okay yeah thanks russell he's across the country but it's gonna be fine well, what I liked is that he was being consistent and making plans yes. and like we are seeing each other. Yes. This is what we're doing. Even before I left, because I went to California on Thursday, got back Saturday. It was a very fast trip. Um, the weather was amazing. I bet. I'm very sad that. Well, I'm kind of glad that you brought it with you. I because did. It's I been, brought it a little bit back with me, but it was 67 this morning. Oh, it was, wasn't it? So it was nice. Well, there, so we went to dinner one night in the city, which I was sick pretty much the whole time. I got sick like the day before. Mm. And so I was probably real whiny and, you know, how I can get <laughs> whenever I'm like not feeling great and I'm tired, but he, he, he gets it too. So it's fine. But um, we went into the city for dinner one night. It was 50 
degrees. That's I did not crazy. pack for 50 degree weather. And I was like, we may need to find a souvenir shop. I may need <laughs> so to go get, get a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. <laughs> no, luckily I talked him into um, going home early because on top of it being freezing, we went to this really cool bar that it was like a rooftop bar, but it was like a cantina. Well, the edges of the bar outside were slanted. Mr. Kelly sits his drink down, not realizing it's slanted. And guess where it slides? Right. In your crotch. Into my lap. And I was like, where did you get this? Party foul. Oh, I got that um, in Bishop Arts the other day. Very pretty. So, thank you. Didn't I thought I know was, if there was an update oh, I needed to no. know about. He did get me this bracelet. Isn't it cute? I do it's like It's a little that. evil eye bracelet. There like is that. this boutique in Bishop Arts that I love called Tyler Kingston. And they have very cool jewelry and t-shirts and hats for guys and girls. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where I got this stuff. But my Aggie ring used to go here. And since um, it went down with the ship uh, a month ago. I needed something to take its place so I'm not constantly looking down, <laughs> feeling weird without my rings. Well, I'm glad you got something. Did you reach out? Are you able to get your Aggie ring replaced? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, we're still in limbo. I called them the other day and they basically were like, oh, we haven't even hired a restoration company yet. And I'm like, cool. But then I got an email on Friday saying, um, which it was on the news. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Our complex was on the news because so many people have been raising hell. I guess they went from saying like my unit and the one above me and the one below me were total losses, but everybody else would eventually be able to get their things. Well, now because of the, the moisture and the heat and it just sitting there for a month now, it has pretty much made everyone's things unsafe or healthy. And so these people that got minimal water damage are being told they'll never be able to get their things back, which I'm like, (laughs) join the club. (laughs) Welcome to the total loss club. (laughs) Right this way. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, it was kind of sad, though, because one of the ladies, um, she'd actually lost her son to childhood camp. Like his he was a child and he died to leukemia. And she's like, there are literally four things that I want that are, you know, precious to me that were his and they're telling me I can't get those things. And so, yeah, it was on the news and has probably raised a lot of stink, but they sent an email on Friday saying um, that if we could send them a detailed list of things that we would hope to get salvaged, that they'll, you know, at least give that over to the restoration company when they do get in there to like go through things. But I can't help but want to know what that list is for some people. I, I mean, I know what it is for you for that poor woman. I mean, lost there's her some weird ass people out there, so <laughs> there's no saying. telling. I would want to see the list, and that's my thing. I'm like, as long as I can get like my prep, my jewelry to me is really the only thing I care about. I know everything else was probably ruined because there was like 12 inches of water at one point standing in there. Um, so all of my like clothes and shoes and those types of things are going to be ruined, but all I cared about is my jewelry. So there, yeah, there's no telling yeah, what other fam- people. Family heirlooms. Yeah, family heirlooms. And, you know, the water was pouring down the walls, so there's no point. I can't save any of my artwork. So, yeah, I don't know. We're still You're figuring. You're like everything. I don't know. <laughs> all the things. I don't, yeah, yeah, it was just, I'm honestly, I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't even care anymore. 
Like I just, I, I still need a document so I can get an insurance payout. But then I did talk to a lawyer about potentially going after them for more money. But um, because I don't think it's fair that the, that the complex doesn't pay us anything. Like I literally had to pay a thousand dollars to get new keys for my vehicle. That shouldn't be on me. No, they should have an insurance com- uh, an insurance policy that covers in case something like this. Happens. Right, but they're saying, well, the fire wasn't at fault of ours because it was an electric fire. Well, newsflash: there was a severe rodent problem at one time. Wouldn't be shocked if they chewed through some wiring. So yeah, I'm ready to get my box and gloves out and go to court. You should. And I don't want to be that person, but I just don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair to anyone. And there was a problem. There was a major problem. And I'm one of those tenants. I'm one of those people that's not too, too much of a complainer. I'm not going to call maintenance all the time. Every time, every time there's like a minimal issue, that's just not who I am. And so I would just deal with it or do it myself, but there were problems and yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'm kind of over talking about it, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. Court is a long, drawn-out process, but sometimes it is worth it, and uh, you're able to get to the end of something that needs to have some resolution there. Mm -hmm. On a lighter note... We love those. We have a new country. Yeah. Chile. Chile. So, shout out to you guys who are listening. Yeah, Um, love that. I know we've had several others recently. I know we posted about like Norway and Netherlands and you name it. So that's all fun. We I love told it. Lauren, I was like, do we know anyone that went to Chile? <laughs> she, that's immediately her first that's thing. She, first. She's like, do we know anyone that We went must there? know someone that traveled to Chile. We don't know anyone in the Netherlands. Like, well, uh, It just still blows my mind that people in other countries would even want to listen to us. I know. It's because we're so dang cute. <laughs> Something. <laughs> That's what it is. And they're probably like, these crazy ass Texas girls. We got to see what they're We are to. crazy. I was in the fridge last night and I was, I thought like, I didn't realize the doors open and Old Flame was uh, grilling burgers for the Cowboys game, which yeah. by the way, what, okay. Wasn't the score like 40 to zero? 40 to zero. Take that you people that crap on the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, we watched it and it almost got to the point where I was like, I feel kind of bad for him. He's like, I don't. I was like, well, I mean, that's for, just- for the Giants. <laughs> like their quarterback looked so sad. Oh, was he young? Was yeah. he a young quarterback? Yeah. I will say this. Uh, a couple years ago, me, my best friend Marcus and Jordan, we traveled to New York and we went to a Giants and Cowboys game. And <laughs> we got there early because Marcus is diehard Cowboys fan. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's freezing cold. So I wasn't ready for all that. <laughs> but wildly, there was more Cowboys fans there than Giants fans. And apparently and it, they were people in, that lived in New York. And they're yeah. like, well, yeah, Cowboys are America's team. And I'm like, you realize, like, I mean, y'all have a team? Yeah, it I feel like shocking. it's kind of interchangeable. You know, there are some. I But I, I know a couple of New York Giant fans that live here. Um And you'll see them on the screen. They're like when they're showing the audience the yeah. attendees whatever and you'll see some people in the cowboys uh but the there was fans. A, yeah fans but there was a, definitely a lot of giants fans last night but uh we crushed them it was I great know. they didn't even get one that's okay though that's how we want to start this every season. we sacked <laughs> them eight times they had like 
four fumbles no or something. No wonder the they quarterback had... looked sad. He probably had a concussion. I know. I told him, I said, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. He's like, <laughs> well, his team's not doing a good job protecting him. That's but, true. That's true. Yeah. But it, I was before this, I was cooking and uh, I was trying to find a jalapeno in the fridge and I couldn't find it. I was like, am I crazy? And I just hear his voice from the outside. He goes, yes. And I was like, like at first I was like, I could have been a Honestly, voice Honestly, if head. I would have been in that house and heard her say that, I would have been like, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> I would like to specify just because we just had a phone call. There's a difference between being the fun crazy. Yeah. And then like mentally unhealthy crazy. Yeah. 100%. And those people need to go get help. And if yeah. you're one of them, we're not judging, but go get help. <clears throat> Truly. Mr. Callie, when I got home, <laughs> he texted me and he's like, sure is quiet around here without your crazy <laughs> ass around. <laughs> he's like, with her, he goes, sure is quiet around here without you here, like pestering me. And I'm like, first of all, I feel like you're the pestery one. Yeah. I'm the fun one. So... <laughs> I agree. Okay. And I'm usually also telling him what he, you should probably do this, or I feel like you should do this. <laughs> you need this. So I told Old Flame last night, uh, I was like, it's it's kind of annoying. And it's okay. It's annoying in a good way. Yeah. He knows a lot about a lot. Mm-hmm. And usually he knows how to do things. I just come from a world where I was the used to being the person that always knew how to do things. Yeah. And or I was always figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> and so now being with somebody who's like knows things. Uh-huh. And like I told him, I said, it just took me a while to trust you and that you that like you, oh, he actually knows how to do that. Oh yeah. It, Maybe he is right. Maybe I should just not like steamroll ahead and I should actually pause and listen because he just kind of sits there like that. I'm like, he's like, yeah, what do you think I've been telling you for? Why do you think I'm frustrated that you don't listen? And he's like, that's how you're annoying. I said, I'm not annoying. He gave me a wet willy this morning when he left. Okay, that's annoying. Duh, that's annoying. I'd have been irritated. It was a wet one too. Ew. I go, (laughs) so why did you just, I said, did you just give me a wet willy? Which honestly, I've probably given him four. It was probably his first one I ever gave me back. But he was like, he was like, yeah, it was a wet one. I was like, you're disgusting. So it was like a slobber willy. Ew. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's gross. No. um, He's a turd. Actually. (sighs) They all are. They all are. You just got to find one that you could tolerate. Well, and that's my, that's my thing is like, yes, I do feel like an, 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 Another part, your partner can bring a lot to the table. You may be used to doing everything, but they may bring a lot to the table or they may know a way to do it more efficiently. And I feel like that's what I'm running into with Mr. Callie. I'm like, why are you doing it like that? <laughs> yeah. And like now I'm having to like watch and learn and listen. And these are all new things for me. I mean, I think it's been such a long time for both of us since we were in a relationship. And especially because the one that I was in was so dysfunctional that I'm like, huh. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, so I know that we've kind of texted and, you mm-hmm. know, we kind of shared a little bit last uh, episode that communication styles. Well, all of that came to head for me. And, um, you know, one of the things that I learned about myself it's always something new every week. She's learning something new about herself. <laughs> is that like. <laughs> Like, he's not the first person that has, like, told me these things. 
but he's the first person who's been able to explain it to in a way that I got it. Does that make sense? Like he was like, you know, you ask a question, but then you, because you don't like the answer, you rephrase it. You just keep asking in different ways, Mm -hmm. expecting me to answer differently And then, like, that was kind of when I was talking last episode, what I was referring to is, like, we kind of go back and forth about that. Well, like, anything, just anything. Um, And then fast forward, we kind of, everything kind of came to head. And it was like, I guess I finally phrased my question right. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, that is not the question you've been asking me. You've been asking me all of this when this is what you really want to know or what you're really trying to find out. So, of course, my answer... So, you're beating around the bush. Yeah, or, like, asking... Yeah, and it's, like, essentially, he's, like, you're not asking the question that you want answered. You're asking... Which, when I look at it, it's, like, Mm self-preservation, kind of a defense mechanism Mm -hmm. is why I would be phrasing the question the way that... Like, when I asked him... What what are we? I need to know, like, what what these things are. And he's, like... That's not your question. Like your question is like, are we committed? Is this something like, are we, are there like, what, what is happening? But because of my own shit, like I haven't wanted to ask those, like I was like afraid. So I asked all of the, every other way, but right. in the way that I could. And then like, when we finally sat down, we talked for like six or seven hours straight, which sounds exhausting, but we, I'm exhausted thinking about it. And it was for both of us, but we were, we literally went over every single part of like everything. Aren't you tired of communicating now? No, I am. And the great thing is, is like all of my questions have been answered. I have no lingering question marks. I feel good and satisfied and happy. We've been getting along so great. And I'm like, huh, that's crazy. If I stop and listen, he's like, maybe go back. I've read this text message is talking about, I thought he had said something in reference to head, like sexually and i was very offended about it oh, he just Jesus. he said headspace i just needed some headspace Lauren. anyway i'm just when saying you're, i know whenever you're like probably <laughs> seeing red yeah and i think all of us can be this way and i do also think that text messages and any they're terrible like just and i always she'll always send me like screenshots of conversations not necessarily with uh, old yeah, flame or whatever, just in general. And I'm like, could you not have just called them? Why do we have to type a novel? Call them and just talk about it. In fact, I got in this conversation. We got in a bickering argument this weekend with Mr. Kelly, which we do at times. But same thing. I'll make a statement and it's like what I intended on being a sprint ends up being a fucking marathon because he then wants to have this long-winded response. And I'm like, I didn't need to know this over amount of detail or information. This is all I asked. So that's exactly how he thinks. <laughs> I know. And that's why I'm I like, think, like I think I'm starting to be like you and Mr. Kelly have a lot of similar traits in the way that y'all think and, and want to respond to things. And I'm a little more simple minded where I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, this is what I meant. The way the old flame explained it to me, he goes, look, it's like a measuring tape. (laughs) I see what he's like. It says zero, one inch, two inch. You see 
every single millimeter across like and you want mm-hmm. and he's like I don't think that way he's no. like I'm simple if we're happy I want to be happy you want to dissect and understand why yes. we're happy yes why do you need to know why we're happy if you we're and Mr. happy Callie are the same you and, and I'm Mr. like are the same I'm like I don't, I don't know that and yeah. then I'm like actually oh holy shit I do uh, yeah I was, do we were at dinner the other night and he's like so tell me like at what point did you knew you cared about me more that you wanted to like, but how did you feel? And when, what did I do to, to make you feel that way? Like, and I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I haven't really even thought about it. Like, that's what old flame said to me. He goes, why do you need to know why? Yeah. Like, why can't you just say, and he's like, and then I answered you and I'm like, what he's like, like I told him this whole story of how I like got to where I was at feeling crazy and he's like can I back you up a second I'm like yeah and he's like you literally answered your own question when you in your own story when you said and then I told you I had feelings and you said I do too but then you've been walking around asking me questions and nitpicking the shit out of everything because you're questioning if I have feelings but I'm telling you I have feelings but the where he needs to where we established like he does need to do a better job of like showing that though well no i mean he does show but what ends up happening is i and men don't like this my dad has told me this this is where i know that i've done this to other men i will push and push and push and it's not even like they think that i'm pushing because i want like them to do a certain thing or find a certain, but for me, it's like, I just like things clear. Like, I don't, it's like whenever a girl asks, what are we, or are we committed? It's not because she wants you to be her boyfriend all the time. Sometimes it's because she wants to know how she needs to respond to this other guy who's asking her out. Like she, like she wants a clear answer on, am I allowed to date other people or am I not? Or what are we doing here? Rather than like, are we, boyfriend and girlfriend you know like <laughs> whatever and so i just we maybe were able it's a tourist thing maybe i don't know trauma i don't know mm. i have no idea and so we got through that and then it's <clears> like <throat> oh and so now um i feel like so good about it and he's been so sweet i did have to watch a lot of hunting shows yesterday oh my god no apparently <laughs> we're gonna i'm we're i'm gonna get a bow no and we're gonna figure that out that is one thing I will never commit to doing. I told hunting. him I'm not, I'm not shooting. trying to kill animals. I'm not. Well, he explains. I'm not shooting Bambi. I'm not shooting no. a deer. I'm not doing that. I just want to do like he's real into Ooh, archery. Hello, JJ. Hello. <laughs> and uh, so we were talking about like that in as, as itself, not like necessarily just going out there and killing Bambi. But yeah. Anyway, I just it was like archery. But. I mean, and then you know what he did before I even woke up yesterday? He cleaned, he detailed cleaned my car to the point that it looks like. How late did you sleep? 9.30. Dang, he must have got up real early. Yeah. And like detailed cleaned my car inside and out. Perfect. Like he's been so sweet and wonderful. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, if you let me do things without making me feel like you're forcing me or I have to, then I can do the things I want to do. I'm like, oh, that's how it works. So in other words, you just need to relax. Yeah, apparently. But I've been relaxing and things have been great. So Wonderful. Love that. I know. That's pretty good. We do have some fun things going on this weekend. We do. Bubbles and bags. We're so pumped. Generally, Lauren and I 
are the like, main coordinators of the volunteers of the event. Yeah. <laughs> this year, we're actually attending. We were like, sorry, guys. I'm excited. We're not helping this year. We're actually I attending. So manifesting a bag. I've been wanting to buy a bag. That was going to be my treat for myself with, you know, my business and everything. Yeah. And uh, I think winning one sounds so much more fun. Maybe I'll win one, too, since I lost all mine in the fire. I think you deserve it. We deserve a bag. A good bag. It would look real sketch if we both won. Hell no. At the same table. I'm going to buy extra (laughs) bingo tickets and I'm going to, we're going to make that happen. I hope so. I think it'll be be so much fun. It is. And we're going to be with a bunch of fun girlies. Yes. We're supposedly at the most fun table. We are at the most fun table because we're there. (laughs) I'm excited about it. Yay for everyone at our table. (laughs) You're welcome. Just kidding. Uh, yes. Thank you, too. Thank you for existing. Mm-hmm. I know. I like it. Uh, we'll see how things are going. Weather's been great. Hopefully, it's going to, we're supposed to rain. I want it to rain. I want so it to just bad. downpour. I want to be able to do nothing, even though that's never the case. Yeah. Um. I am so close to, like, being in Martha's Vineyard to visit my brother, which I'm looking forward to. Which I was supposed to go, and so I'm slightly... <sighs> I know. We'll have to plan a summer trip. I want to taking go. my nephew this time, which I'm real pumped about. He's 16. He's never gone anywhere without mom and dad, and so now he's going with Dee Dee, and we're going to have some fun. That is going to be fun. <laughs> my brother was like, please don't do anything insane. And I'm like, first of all... You are insane. Yeah, Him. you're the insane one. I'm the level-headed fun aunt, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Have level-headed fun. Well, maybe not all level-headed because I'm not doing out of you know, but <laughs> <laughs> either way, we're going to have a great time. But um, I've learned uh, that's the other thing I'm not allowed to take. Not that I'm not allowed, but I am evolving that every Ooh, single time. Yes. And I, mean, I get it. I'm going to, my, I even told my dad, I was like, look, uh, I'm great. If I like, I can handle drinking. I don't have a problem with drinking. I know I can pace myself. I can manage, I can hold my liquor. I can handle edibles and partake in things like that. Combining them is where (laughs) the problem is. And that needs to be reserved for when Lauren is alone and not around anyone else. I mean, not really. Or you're, if you're with me. Or run with with day. Because <laughs> then I don't care because we do weird shit together. But like where I'm all like, it'll be fun if I do this and then I do this and then I end up going, holy shit, I'm like. I'm- Honestly, I've gotten to where I don't like doing the two together. Yeah. No. And I don't really like it every time. Because it so- makes you feel just like out of this world. Yeah. Insane. But so listen, sorry for partying. <laughs> sorry for. Sorry for. Sorry partying. for having fun. Yeah. Living our life. Yeah. Actually, yeah, but I don't need to do that. He's like, yeah, I mean, that's probably the only time that I have an issue. And I'm like, oh, okay. Whatever. Fun. We actually wanted to talk about a uh, real topic today. Yeah. And leading into that is doing things like that does not support the life that I'm trying to build and the one that you are. And we want to be able to look doing back. things like what? Like taking like partaking in both and just like doing things that were like, I mean, doesn't make us feel great. I um, feel like we can be successful girlies 
and still have a little fun from Tom to Tom. Oh, we should absolutely have fun. We just need to it's reel it in. Sometimes, yeah, tuck it in. <laughs> it's fine. Tuck it in. <laughs> yeah, I gotta hide your crazy a little bit. I try uh, to. You know what? I have been listening to that song lately. I love it. Mama's what is it? Mama's broken heart. Yeah. When she's like, hide your crazy and start acting like a lady. Yeah. Line your lips and keep them, keep them closed. And I don't know, whatever. There are so many good lyrics in that song. And I low key kind of want to sing it to my mom. Cause I feel like that's how she makes me feel. Uh, whenever I was packing out the girl's dad, um, this is, you know, 10 years ago, uh, almost, I played that song on a repeat. And it's it a was good one. the motivator of the it day. Is. And you know who pointed the song out to me? My cousin Leslie. Shout out host of Hey Therapist. She's like, I was frustrated the other day and I was telling her what was happening. And she goes, sounds like that song by Miranda Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> Mama's Broken Heart. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, you're right. It you know, is. it's been on Friday. It'll be one year since I've talked to my mom. Already been a year. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel like you're in a better place because of it. Even though oh, I, know I am. Even though I know it's been painful and it's been a tough year, I have seen a shift in you where the stress has alleviated. I mean, you're just not constantly having this outside influence telling you how to live your life or what I, you yeah. should do or shouldn't do, and I just and you were able to finally take control and and I feel like I've been able to really kind of come into my own yeah. it's been a year of self-acceptance and self-growth I've got to see what I'm made of I mean like the years before obviously were trauma and hard and you name it but mm -hmm. then it was kind of left with that and so it was like you know what? who am I what am I where what is this yeah. and as Lena the ther you know the Lena the medium said it's <clears throat> I'm in a nine year, like in a year of closure. Mm -hmm. And it was about like just new beginnings, transitional yeah. year. And uh, that's really what my year has been shaping up to be. And so while in theory, I miss having a relationship with like having a mom, it yeah. doesn't mean that I miss. And that may sound cold hearted, but if y'all knew, um, she really wasn't my mom. It was like, you know, as the song says, and it's about making sure that if I was doing everything right and appeasing mm -hmm. her and making choices that she agreed with and feeling judged and constricted because I didn't live my life in the exact same well, way. And not and wanting you to outshine her. And yeah, and just, it's almost like, like, you know, y'all work together and she kept this thumb on you. Like I'm always going to be the more successful one. And even though you outshined her in every aspect. And so I feel like since you transitioned away from that and which I know was such a hard decision to make, you have been able to grow and grow your business and your life. And yes, it's been freaking hard. But at the same time, I think at the end of the day, you were relieved because you're like, yes, it's hard, but at least I don't have this shit. Well, I mean, in that I felt very hopeless. I felt like I was going to be in that place forever. Was I ever going to get to the places that I wanted to be in my life? Was I going to be happy? Um, I felt constricted. I felt like as she's, you know, talking about dimming the light, I felt like I was constantly having to hold back or push like for yeah. me, like put myself in a box. Like don't, don't, don't step out. Don't outshine. Don't do anything. And it just felt very sad. And I felt yeah. very like, what is this going to be? What is this what my life is going to be like? And 
as a loyal person, you know, and someone who's always been loyal to my mom, it was hard. Um, but I'm so grateful for you and for the people in my life who've been there and supporting, uh, supportive of me becoming my truest, best version of self. Um, and along the topic of like, you know, we wanted to talk about like, how do you define success? Uh, what is your, cause that the answer to that question is different for everyone. And yeah. that was a question that I feel like, what, a, what am I going to have to do to make me feel successful to be happy? And what, what is that success? What does that mean? Yeah. And I feel like we both have been asking ourselves mm -hmm. that question for the past year. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes to success, I think everyone wants to immediately, th their mind goes to money. You know what I mean? Like, okay, success means I have the, enough money to get my bills paid or I can buy a house or a car or I can go and take all these trips. And I feel like when we're young, well, I know in my scenario, I was very much, not that my parents wanted to do that, but in their minds, money was success. Yeah. And so I think I've always, as I've gotten older, on paper, I have reached success. Like what I've accomplished, what I did growing up, like <clears throat> just who I am as a person, my character, I would consider myself being the representation of success. But internally, I was constantly struggling with, well, I don't feel successful yet because I still can't, you know, buy a home or, you know, go on these fancy trips that all my friends can take. And, you know, because everyone's brought up in a different financial situation. I have friends that had trust funds, you know, and so they don't have student loans or things like that. And so there are it's just, it's just, yeah. I mean, I think society's definition, let's talk about what the society's definition of success is and we'll take a quick break and then kind of come back and talk about what our personal uh, yeah. definition is. And I think by society's is absolutely going to be money, uh, where you live, keeping up with the Joneses, like what is the, what is your title? It's things that you do or things that you accomplish or the things that you own and possess. Mm -hmm. Um, not and they're all external values right like yeah. it's not anything internal it's what you see yeah um can hold physical things right but uh let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back and we're back yes we are so um you know before the break we we're talking about what society's definition of success is what school did they go to what what's your job title you know, are you married with 2.5 kids? Like what's, what does that look like? And so it's really easy, I think, for us to hold ourselves to that standard, especially depending on how you're raised. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that for me, especially looking over my past year, and I think that my personal definition of success is like living a well-balanced life. That means... Yes, of course, we all know that money is important. Uh, it is how we are able to put food on the table. Mm -hmm. um, but are we happy with what, we, what we're doing to earn that money? Is that something that we find fulfilling? You know, mm -hmm. for me and my day job, it's I know that I'm helping businesses and I'm helping people get the care that they need. So I feel good in what I'm doing. Um, 
how many hours are you working? What are you, you know, are you working a dead end job? And I've been more successful this year and made more money than I've ever made. But that's not the reason why I've been happy. I think the reason why I've been happy is I haven't felt constricted. I feel like I've been able, like, because I'm happy, I've been more successful. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that having my children being happy and healthy. um, And I think the, the strongest definition, when I look back on my life one day, hopefully, you know, I think that my life, my goal is to have a personal growth. Um, and have I evolved as a person? Was Have I been empathetic? Have I been caring? Did I learn how to do things in a way that I should rather than just accepting, oh, this is the way that I am, you know, mm-hmm. like have I, and I feel like that is kind of where I feel successful because of those things. Yeah. What about you? So I think, like I said earlier, like on paper, I think I would consider myself to be successful. But I also, when I look back, I know that a lot of the life decisions that I made and, and choices and things on paper, like going to college and it wanted to go to A&M and, you know, being a cheerleader, doing competitive cheerleading, like wanting to make like the best cheerleading squad. Like if you start back at high school and growing up, it's like, okay, I wanted to be a cheerleader. Okay. I want to be the captain of the cheer team. I want to do competitive cheerleading. Like I want to graduate with a good GPA so that I can get into a good school. And then, you know, you choose your major. And so I feel like I was doing all these things to feel successful, I guess you could say, but also to appease what my parents envisioned for me. Right. And so I don't feel, and I do feel like, like after having several conversations with my parents over the past several years, you know, they kept saying like, you've just changed, you've just changed. And I think it's because over the last few years, I've started to make decisions for myself. I've started to set boundaries. I started to, I started my own business. I didn't work in the corporate world anymore. Well, in their mind, working in the corporate world and climbing the corporate ladder was success. Like, right. And so then it made that, you know, not that they intended on doing this, but there was times that they, they acted disappointed in me because I chose, you know, this other path. And I never understood that. Like, I never understood why they couldn't just be like, I'm happy if you're happy. Like, if that's what you want to do, it was more of, well, why'd you go to school and get a degree if you're not going to use it? Right. You know, and, and like starting our podcast, this is something I've always wanted to do. Lauren and I did it and we've made it happen. Is it difficult? Absolutely. Have we had to dish out all of our own money for a lot of things? A hundred percent. But we know that we've gotten a good following and things are going to start to pick up and, I do envision success for our podcast. Right. Well, and I think it's an, it's an outlet. It's a, it's a something that we get to have that is our very own that we get to That isn't the norm. Right. And so it's been very freeing. I feel like that's the other thing. You know, I find it very, if you go back and you listen to the very beginning at that time, I was going through this huge shift of leaving my mom's business, uh, starting my own, Mm -hmm having family separation and like questioning like is this is all of is this the right move yeah and uh and I can I can look back and say I've not regretted a single second of Mm -hmm. starting 
this podcast and doing this and believing in it because it is something that I get to feel like we get to share. Um, but we also get to, we don't have, we don't have to, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. No, and we don't have to conform to what other people think we should do or say, or put out there for people to hear and see. And it's like, well, and it's very liberating. And I feel like it mm -hmm. also, what it's done is it's paved the way for other decisions in our life of, to make decisions for ourselves that we, that it doesn't really matter if our parents or society or everyone gets it or understands it because we know what this is. So it's made the way for us to make other decisions that not everybody will agree with yeah. because we know we're making the right decisions mm -hmm. for ourselves now. Like, well, and I think a lot of people, you know, they get to this midlife and they start to have these midlife crisis. And I think it's because they went through the motions. They went through the motions. They did what they thought they needed to do. And I heard, you know, I worked in nature for 10 years. I would hear this all the time. People right. would come in my office, they would vent, they would be frustrated and they would be like, well, I'm not even doing what I, what I've wanted to always do. And I'm like, right. well, why not? Well, because I just, I, I got married because that was just what I was supposed yeah. to do. I had kids because that was the next step. I never really even wanted kids. You know, it's like, I feel like our generation is doing a better job of defining success in a different way. Like, yeah. through health, happiness, and personal growth rather than through achieving these steps of right. graduating high school, graduating college, getting a degree, you know, getting it's, a job, getting married, having children. And I think I struggled for the longest time. Like, why am I not married? Why don't I have kids? And, and now I'm at this point where I'm like, I feel like I'm finally thriving in my right. career. You are. That eventually I can then focus on, you know, having a family that I want. I don't even care if it's outside of marriage. I don't care. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that like, why, why would you want to have children? And I'm speaking from personal experience because I did that. I got married at 22 years old because my mom told me I was living in sin and we were just trying to get through college. And it was like, I wasn't wanting That's to do. Insane. Yeah. And then I wasn't, that wasn't really it for me so that I could end up divorced so I could end up a single parent so I could make decisions because I was not mature enough to be making those things for myself I just wanted to live my life yeah and you know I I look at you and I think you know what honestly like she's doing it the right way like why would you want to have children uh or rush into getting married so that you could check a box life is not about a series of checking boxes because mm -hmm. If you're doing that, it's not trusting the timing of your life. It's not believing and letting things flow. We always, you know, we talk about yeah. the laws of attraction and it's all about light, letting life flow for you and develop naturally. Mm -hmm. And if you try to force or constrict, and as I was talking about in my relationship, that's why my relationship in the past have not worked for me. I have finally have a situation where I have a man that is patient enough to kind of let me like show me it's okay to trust, to let things occur naturally mm -hmm. and it is so freeing and it's like now you're doing that for yourself and you're thriving and yeah. i i think that i hope so yeah but we are um we're thriving <clears throat> we are thriving and i know earlier you mentioned that you were in life number what was it nine nine do you remember what mine was two seven i can't remember i think it might be a seven but it was all about change whichever year is like 
all about change, but that's what Lana kept telling me like, Oh, this is a year of change. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of change. And in my mind, I fucking hate change. I am such a routine oriented person when it comes to change. I'm like, Ooh, no, that makes me nervous. Not but for me. literally it's like something took the reins of my life and took a hard left because I am like all over the place. I feel like, but she was not wrong. There's been so much change and it's been good change though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're embracing it and I feel like you're allowing it and I feel like you're, you're definitely just like, you know what, this is, I, I, for myself, when I've had huge areas of change and cause I, I'm a Taurus. I hate change. I don't like unpredictability. I, I, my, my business life is, you know, uh, managing risk. And so everything for me is always about a calculated risk. Mm -hmm. Is that worth, is it going to be worth it? Is it going to be worth the risk? Is it da da? And when I, you know, whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, I think that sometimes situations occur like what you've been experiencing and what I know I've been through that it's almost like forces you to let go of the reins of trying to control so much that you have no choice but to be like, all right, buckle up. Here we go. And I told Lauren that the other day. I was like, I think I've always just been in control of everything. A control freak that the day that I lost control, which I would say would probably have been August 3rd when my entire apartment went down. Honestly, I felt like a weight was lifted. Yeah. Because I wasn't happy there. I was ready to move. I was stuck in a lease. I just had all these moving parts, but I wasn't in a position to get out of it. And then it's like, boom, it's gone in a heartbeat. And now I have no choice but to to transition and and embrace it, embrace the change. And yes, it fucking sucks. And there's days where it's absolute chaos living at my brother and sister-in-law's, but I'm getting to the point that I love it. Like I came back from California and I noticed there was pin marks on my new dresser and I'm a little annoyed about it. But then I walk over to my nightstand and there is a hand drawn like, thing that Rhett left me and it said I love you Dee Dee and I was just mm-hmm. like this is like like it may like regardless of everything it's like that's all that matters you know it is and like I was so annoyed that he had pins in my room because I tell him all the time do not bring food or pins in here I have nice things we're not doing that but then whenever I saw that I love you Dee Dee and I was just like I don't even care that there's pin on my dresser and I don't even know why I'm crying right now. Because you're sweet. <laughs> you're the best little auntie in the whole wide world. I just love them so much. And so it's like the fact that I get to be there. And I'm 34 and I live with family, but it's fine. And But I get to see them grow every day and learn new things, you know. And I was yeah. even helping him write a sentence the other day. I can see him over there like struggling to sound a word out. And I was like, what are you trying to spell? You know, just being I want to be there. I want them to have those core memories. And to me, that's success. That is success. Family is success. And family that is healthy and good for you. Um, Obviously, I have not lost everything in a fire, and I could not imagine that. But, you know, when we talked about, you know, I wasn't trying to start my own business when it happened. I wasn't trying to leave my mom's. I just wanted things to be fair and uh, 
I wanted yeah. to be paid and compensated for the work that I was doing. And I wanted to be able to have some level of ownership and space to grow. And so when that rug was pulled out from underneath me and I was stripped of this future that I had solved for myself, uh, I kind of had to do the same thing. I had to embrace it. Yeah. And what I didn't realize was with my children that the stress that I was bearing for financial burdens, for feeling ob obligation, that it was coming off on my kids and it was a taking me away from them. I've had more time in this past year that I've been able to be present with my children than I would have ever been able to especially in this past like I was able to take them on a vacation and I was able to I mean they're able to do sports and all the extracurricular activities I get to you know what I joke and I complain but like I get to go uh, watch tonight my daughter has a volleyball game I get to go watch the other one cheer I get to like have these moments that before I was so miserable and that I wasn't even able to to do what people to do present to be present yeah. and you know, I, I'm so thankful because that is what, you know, they are my legacy. They are my future. My family is that your niece and your nephew will never forget Aunt Dee Dee being there and Absolutely. them loving you. And, you know, I, I trust that a baby is in your future, but the fact is, is right now, the fact that you're settling in and being comfortable and accepting where you are, I feel like it just shortens that gap of time where, when you're yearning something and you're wanting something so badly that you actually are delaying it coming because you never switch into a place of receiving it. Yeah. And so when you stop wanting because wanting speaks an absence of it and you just accept where you are and start being grateful for things that almost like speeds, it hits like fast forward on like that thing coming to you and becoming present and available so I feel like, you know, you're feeling that about a relationship and you have a man now who's patient and kind. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And I hope I did. He did. He like that. I gave him kudos. I hope he appreciated <laughs> that. He loved all of the things that were said. Good. In the and, last episode. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I have that with old flame. It was something that I wasn't expecting. And. Yet I have somebody who likes to go with me and do things with my children. And yeah. I get to have these units and times where, like, I get to feel like I'm myself and I'm accepted and I'm cared for and I'm supported. And, you know, when we were talking about this a year ago, it was like, I don't want to have a relationship. I will never want to do that because I was so hurt before. And yet, like, to have something because I... I didn't think that I was going to have. It's not that a relationship is success, but just being happy and being comfortable yeah. is what that is for me. And I mean, hell, at this point, if I get a good night's sleep, I think I've reached six. Yeah, I did wake up with a crick in my neck, but I feel the same. You know, it's. I mean, yeah, I think I think day to day, we all just need to kind of wake up with the attitude of gratitude. And yeah, like I do. You woke up and you're healthy and. You have your family and not everybody has that. And so to be able to have the freedom of choice is something that people all across the world, there are places that they don't get to have that. There's places oh, where they're unable to freaking clean water. Like, yeah. Like 
pick and choose their their life partner or uh, pick and choose what they believe in or you know if what they wear and we are so blessed to be able to have that and that's where I feel like you know we sometimes as Americans get stagnant and and kind of the take things for Mm -hmm. granted and so you're right, you know, we say it all the time, if you have that attitude of gratitude, you are going to be given the opportunity to have more things to be grateful for. Um, and yet it's all about just kind of accepting it and, you know, just constantly strive. Like you can accept that you are a work in progress while also still being proud of yourself and for where you are by acknowledging it. And that's for something that I'm really... I'm thankful that I have my very best friend is in the same mental place of that. Even if we're not, our paths are not side by side all the time. (laughs) Our minds are. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we outlive men. So you never know. Like uh, when we're like 80, we may be like, oh, hey, you ready to be neighbors? I did tell Mr. Kelly the other day. I was like, you might be seven years younger than me, but um, I look younger. (laughs) (laughs) And act younger. Yeah. I know, but I think that that for you, if y'all are, you know, out there, obviously you're listening, but when you are asking, it's such a good question. Ask yourself, how do you define your own level of success and then make adjustments accordingly so that you can find and reach that place for yourself. Yeah, for sure. um, Because it may not be your job and it may be accepting. We have a big brother. He took a job making way less money so that he could be present with his children and not be traveling out of the country all the yeah. time and you know and now it's growing and it's like things like that like we time is the most ex- expensive but yet like priceless thing that we could ever have and really? i think that we just want need to make the most of it mm-hmm. absolutely agree i feel like this is going to be a pretty good episode i do too <laughs> feel good about it i'm <sighs> looking forward to oh i am getting a tattoo oh what kind of tattoo um let them i know it may sound kind of cliche but it's that poem let them uh i'm gonna get it on my arm it's like essentially like you you know what if someone wants to hurt you betray you let them if somebody Mm -hmm. wants to love and support you let them like i feel like there's been so many things in my journey and especially i'm gonna get it on friday as a symbol where are you going uh i got it TBD, uh, but you haven't even figured out where you're getting it. Jesus. I mean, I'm getting my arm, but I just know that I'm getting it on Friday. I don't know exactly how or you yet. You haven't. You don't. You you're not one to like just have to have a specific artist. Well, my my artist moved, yeah. so and it's very simple and it's very small. Yeah. And so I'm I've been a, wanting to get a new tattoo. But it is. It's essentially about, you know what? People are going to choose you. People are going to leave you. People are going to love you. And some people are going to hate you. But you let them because at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with you. No, everything to do with them. And I have embraced that this past year and it being the one year anniversary of me cutting off some of these toxic controlling things in my life and also embracing and truly for the first time I can say I have chosen Every single thing. Things have not just happened to me. I have not just chosen things because I would, to please somebody else. Every single area of my life right now, I have chosen for myself. Yep. And I, I'm i proud of that. And yeah. it feels good. So I'm going to get a tattoo to symbolize it. Well, I'm jealous. When are you going? I might go with you. I want to go Friday. Okay. I might make that happen. I feel like it's a short little thing. I'm just going to pop in. Pop out. Well, maybe we could... 
pop in, pop out, and go get some lunch or something. <laughs> one I of our favorite to. places. Yes, and our favorite event is this weekend. So Yay. whenever we come and y'all hear from us next, we'll have a we'll fun We'll let update. you know if we manifested a designer bag for ourselves. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say on the record, I want a Christian Louis Vuitton one with the spikes. I'll oh, take- you want the Christian Louis Vuitton? I want a Louis Vuitton. Yeah, I mean, I want a Louis Vuitton too. I take either. I'm, I want both. I mean, could we have both? <sighs> I'm not going to get greedy. I just want to leave it on. It's been a long time. I've never <laughs> had like a super fancy bag or anything, but uh, I'd take anything. I'd take the, I would love a, I want a big enough bag and I want a stable bag. I don't want a little small bag. I got that. So we'll see. She'll be happy with it. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Until next time. We love y'all. We hope you find your own definition of success. Yes. And, and we'll see you next week. Sorry, yes. this is a week late. It's okay. They understand. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Well. (laughs) Missed you. I've missed you. So much. We've been so at cheer practices and volleyball practices and (laughs) every game in the Metroplex. That's what I feel like. All right, you ready?